0: And we are back with Beach & Company. I'm Sandy Beach. You know, I remember Rush Limbaugh uh, years ago talking about uh, Jeff Epstein and uh, the plane and uh, tying, uh, uh, tying the former president, Bill Clinton, onto it. Uh, but I don't remember the specifics, but I do remember him bringing it up. Uh, our text says some people said they brought up other names that were associated with him, including Oprah, Ellen, Tom Hanks, and Madonna. So uh, Tom Hanks would seem a little out of place, at least image-wise, on a plane like that. But who knows? And then another one accused me of leaving the president off the list purposely. Uh, no, the president's name was brought up, but it uh, was brought up and he said publicly some time ago that he had a falling out with Epstein a long time ago and had nothing to do with him in, in regard to this and no business dealings with him. So, uh, of course, you know, New York, City is a big place, but it's really a small place for the uber uh, rich people like the ones on this list. So it'll be very interesting to see what happens. Uh, let's go to line one. That's Pete in Ontario. Pete, you're on W B E N.
1: Hey, Sam. Yeah, Epstein was kicked out of Mar-a-Lago for hitting on one of the uh, one of the staff. Uh, we we've got there's actual physical documentation that the uh, that President Clinton was on the Lido Express flight uh 26 times so yeah that's what i
0: that's what they said in the uh in the special that was on uh on netflix that it was 26 times why would he lie knowing that they have to keep logs and uh and he would be found out sooner or later because they're allowed where's william barr again i can't i I don't get what's
1: going on in the united states right now william barr should have that woman in federal custody around the clock
0: where, where is this? Well, she is in federal custody, but she's in federal custody in a federal jail in New York. I I can't imagine why they would put her in New York. It seems to be a bit of a danger spot if you're in that kind of a case.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's only like five blocks from the old World Trade Center. Um, it's, it's that Fed building right downtown. They locked the, the heavy, heavy hitters down there. So you know what? I don't understand, again, the way that – the left is be able to do whatever they want, and nobody, nobody is ever held to account. And I know exactly what's going on right now. William Barr is just holding out till this election happens, and whatever they can do to get this guy out. This guy totally pulled the wool over over Trump's eyes. Oh yeah, he talks a game just like Lindsey Graham. Oh, I'm going to subpoena that and subpoena this. No, he he got uh, Rosenstein in front of the camera, said, Rod, I'm going to have to make you look like a bit of an idiot, but in the long run, you guys will be going home on weekends. You won't always see your families every night. I'm telling you right now, this is the worst thing in American history, what's going on. And when I get off the radio, I'm so shocked that I don't hear more Americans call in and say, that guy Pete from Ontario, I mean, he might be off his rocker a little, but he's right on that point.
0: You got- Oh, you have a lot of fans uh, thinking that the uh, Justice Department should be a lot more aggressive than they are right now. They certainly have the uh, manpower, and they certainly have the money to follow up. I don't know why. They, they can certainly multitask, too, if they'd like to, uh, in a large degree, but I don't know why. They're very slow-moving. They're like a snail sometimes.
1: They're not doing it. They're just not doing it. I mean, for William Barr to come out a month ago, and say, Yeah, we're not looking at the president or Biden in any of this stuff. What is, why would he even attempt to say something so damn foolish when you know the Biden fight, the corruption in that family? It's going to go completely under the radar. They're going to get somebody, I really doubt Susan Rice will be his running mate, but they're going to get some loudmouth woman in there, okay, that's going to be just going to Trump every day. With lies and distortion, and nothing, nothing, nothing will happen.
0: I think, I think, if they put Susan Rice in there, that's suicide. Uh, Her uh, resume—she's had a lot of jobs, but her resume is that of a liar and uh, somebody who uh, who can't be totally trusted. Why would you do that if you have your choice of all of the uh, people that you uh, that would like that job? Why would you pick her? I, I. what? Whoops! I think Pete's gone. You think uh, he didn't just have lunch from Hillary Clinton, did he? Uh,
2: I hope. I think he just hit a uh, a spot where the the signal was lost. I'm hoping that's all it was.
0: Okay, you're still there, Pete. I'm, I'm here right now, guys. Oh, much much better. Yeah, uh, I can't see them picking Susan Rice. Uh, that that'd just be dumb. I. Uh,
1: you know what, Sandy? I. You're you're right. But one trait the left has, one thing, they can do whatever they want, and nobody does anything about it. So, I don't know. Joe lies. Joe's been caught a million lies.
0: Yep, that's true. Uh, yeah, he's loaded with baggage. Loaded with it. Do you think the president is waiting uh, until it's a full-fledged campaign? It doesn't seem like the campaign has really started.
1: And you know what? I just hope this. In the next Five weeks i will be proven wrong by john durham and the attorney general william barr i think mr trump probably has a couple of files in his desk that he's saying it's gonna have to happen soon guys or i'm going out with a powerpoint presentation at five o'clock at night and i'm gonna show all these people what they how they've broken the law look you cannot have a country like this it doesn't work like that The highest degree of federal employees are liars, cheats, criminals, and they walked, 100% tried to take on an American president, the, the, the most powerful position in the world, without any ramifications. The biggest scandal in American history is being ignored.
0: Bingo! Thank you, Pete from Ontario. Thanks for the call. And uh, he, uh, he sings that tune on a regular basis, and I think he's right. Oftentimes we get very frustrated by we hear, come on, move on this, move on this. But uh, justice moves very slowly. Let's hope he's, uh, Pete's right about Durham. We'll uh, take a break, and then we'll return on News Radio 930 WBEN. It is Beach & Company. I'm Sandy Beach. The three questions, are the optics killing people? In other words, the president wants to be asked to send troops into various hotspots. The governors don't want to ask. The president wants to ask, so it won't look like he's invading the state. That he's acting on a request. They don't want to ask. They don't want to give the president any any of anything to hang his hat on in the campaign. Those are apt optics. And while they're sporting optics and worrying about optics, people are dying. Including and in, uh, there's a very clear video in New York. Of a man and his grandson or granddaughter, I'm not sure, holding hands, crossing a New York street, and you see a hand come out of the a car passing by and just shoot him dead. It's it's unbelievably brazen. Uh, and how about how about a pledge that the virus will not be used as a campaign issue? Just uh, now, I know the virus has other things attached to it besides the actual illness itself. But if there was a way we could separate it, I think that would be very helpful. And uh, Jeffrey Epstein's pimp, Ghislaine Maxwell, is in federal custody. Is she going to talk? And if she's going to talk, who's she going to talk about? I don't know if you've seen Filthy Rich. It's a documentary about Epstein. I saw it a couple weeks ago on um, uh, on TV. And it was very well done. And it asked a lot of questions. Let's go to line two, Roger in Buffalo. Roger, you're on WBEN.
3: Uh, yeah, yes, just one quick comment here. I think it's wonderful we have an ordinary, everyday sex scandal to talk about that most people love to talk about.
0: Oh, absolutely. The
3: virus and the, uh, and the economy and that. Uh, that's my comment.
0: Okay, <laughs> that's it? Yes. Okay, Roger, thank you very much. Uh, somebody had said, uh, how come you didn't mention the president? I did. On the, on the first lineup, I mentioned him, and he said that um, uh, he had a falling out years and years ago with Epstein and has nothing to do, had nothing to do with him. That's possible. See, one could guess that as long as, uh, uh, as uh, Trump has been in, in uh, doing business in New York, and before him, his father doing business in New York, they probably have met or knew everybody of any kind of importance in New York City. Um, uh, I, I think all of us know people that we meet at a party or at Christmas time or at some event or some charitable dinner where we're seated next to somebody we didn't know and we're talking to them. I think we can all be put in a category like that. But the reason I don't think that, uh, that the president had much to do with this is, is he's not been mentioned at all. I mean, basically nothing. And we're doing the kind of... Uh, Opposition research that's been done on him in the last, uh, not just three years, uh, but uh, even before that, it would have come out uh, by now, I'm sure. Okay, let's go to some of the uh, Facebooks. Uh, Mr. Beamer, what do you got?
2: Yes, we will start with Deborah, who says, I think she'll talk, and I think she will talk quite fast. This is a case that investigators would love information on, and this is a woman who does not want to see one more day behind bars.
0: Well, that's true, and think about it like this. She died with, with Epstein dead, okay, she's got nobody to protect but herself. She's got no—if Epstein were still alive, one could say maybe it depends on her relationship with him, but maybe she wouldn't spill the beans simply because he's alive and might get a better deal for him. He's dead. He's gone. So there's nobody else of any major stature that she has to cover for. Uh, It's just her. And uh, with those names on that list of people who have been associated with him, uh, I think the federal government would offer her— a very lucrative deal. She's uh, she's uh, supposed to spend ten years in jail if she gets convicted. That's what it would be. Uh, of course, this New York is probably no bail. <laughs> She'd be before the judge at ten. Have lunch with friends at noon. This is New York State. Uh, but I, I do agree. I, I do think, not agree, because uh, I'm the one who said it, uh, that uh, she would she would spill. And go for uh, uh, missing a 10-year jail sentence. 10 years is a lot longer than it sounds. Would you agree with that, Buzzy?
2: Yes, yes, for sure.
0: 10 years is a long time if you're used to living the high life. I
2: mean, I think 10 weeks is a long time if you're used to living the high life. You know what I mean? Well,
0: that's that's true. Uh, Yes, and if Tony were here, I have a perfect joke that I would have inserted right there. But he's on vacation. (laughs) So Tony and I have a deal, no harm, no foul. I don't do jokes about him when he's not there. I give him I give him the jokes to work with ahead of time. Here's what we're gonna be doing, and that's that. Another one, please.
2: Yes, Rick says obviously Epstein in and herself. Who else? Everyone wonders if she'll implicate the Clintons, but I doubt that, because I doubt anyone would let those particular accusations into the record if they want to enjoy the time they buy with a plea deal.
0: See, that sounds to me like an implied threat. Does that sound like an implied threat to you?
2: Yeah, that uh, but you know, I haven't thought of it that way, but well, you are talking about someone who is looking for a plea deal, they want to be free again. Do you want to be the one that implicated the Clintons?
0: You do you want to be walking down a dark street one night and hear footsteps behind you no. and uh, not have armed guards with you? I wouldn't.
2: Do you want to hear uh, Hillary Clinton left the Biden campaign to go take care of some business?
0: Yeah, Hillary was, um, yeah, she was in the woods with a bottle of Jack. Yeah, that was (laughs) the, yeah, that's it. Uh, That's it. She fell and hit her head on a rock by, uh, and we don't mean, uh, we don't mean the movie star. That's (laughs) another one, please.
2: Yeah, we'll go with uh, Karen this time, and Karen says, I think she will talk. I think she had been waiting until Jeffrey Epstein was either out of the picture by in prison or now sadly dead, but she has a lot to tell. She was at every event. She was there for her every move. I think she can give us more information than just a list of people who are at these parties.
0: Well, think of uh, how brazen this whole thing was. He owns owns an island, okay, which was loaded with the surveillance. He owns other houses, uh, big-time real estate in big cities like New York. So he's got that. Uh, He also owns a a very, very nice uh, personal jet that is big enough you could use it as a commercial airliner. And uh, people, for some reason... People seem willing to sell their soul for a ride on a, a ride on a jet, for a personal jet. For some reason, I mean, I would like that. That would be nice, uh, but I wouldn't sell my soul for it. Uh, the, you know, it's that's just the way it is. And yet they do it, knowing there are logs kept, there are manifests kept. Why would you? Uh, why would you do that? I, I don't understand. Why would you be that reckless? Plus, keep in mind during the Clintons. Uh, During the Clintons years, uh, they still had lifetime protection from the Secret Service, okay? That means when he was on those planes, unless he had some kind of override that says, I do not want my Secret Service with me on this trip, they got to be with him. You know what I mean? And uh, that, uh, that, uh, I'm sure, would not be—they are federal law enforcement officers— I don't know what their relationship to the president would be and whether they had to uh, keep quiet if they saw anything suspicious or not. What do you think about that?
2: Yeah, I 100 percent agree. I mean, the, the, the amount of people who have seen things uh, uh, with this Jeffrey Epstein and we're, we're waiting on one person to spill the beans. You know, you know how many people are out there that know a lot more than will ever say.
0: And you don't even have to have seen it. They took pictures of everything. There's, uh, in this special called Filthy Rich on, uh, uh, on uh, the Netflix, it, it lays it all out. They took pictures of everybody. There's all kinds of pictures of the prince uh, with all kinds of women. There's no, there's no deniable plausibility that you didn't know him or hadn't gone with him. So they give up the fact that they can be seen with him, that they will be seen with him. Here are pictures. Now, I don't know about you, but uh, how many uh, top-flight names like uh, we gave uh, have their pictures taken with 14-year-old girls that often? Probably not many.
2: Well, and it goes back to why were these pictures taken, right? I mean, were they there just for him to say, hey, don't you dare, I have these pictures.
0: I'll send you a copy. You can break them out during uh, lunch. Okay, let's go with uh, line one, Gary in Williamsville. Gary, you're on WBEN. Good morning, Sandy. Hello, Gary. Oh, it's Gary. (laughs) Hi, Gary. (laughs) (laughs) What do you got? As if I haven't congratulated you before. Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Uh, Bernadette says thank you, too. Okay. Um,
3: Jeffrey Epstein. I read something yesterday that said that there were 1,510 names that they have that had gone to Epstein Island. Wow. On the Clintons, I don't think it's going to matter anymore. Uh, Like you have been talking about, the photographs and the videos are going to tell the story, and they, they can't deny it anymore. You can't undo videotape.
0: And remember some of uh, the defining characteristics, didn't they say that Bill uh, suffered from Peroni's disease? I I didn't I do. I mean I remember that. For putting... And you know, you know when when you have to take a quick left, you you remember those things. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I'm suggesting they're not gonna mix him up with anybody else. <laughs> Thanks for putting that in my head. <laughs> uh, that isn't what I had in mind. I just wanted to make people know that there are identifying markers along life's highways.
3: Well, they, they, have, um, they have introduced, and I have seen a few pictures of gatherings on Epstein Island, and one, the one picture that really shook me was there were a whole bunch of people sitting naked. You were looking at them from the backside on a bunch of look-like buckets. Wow! Another photograph that they claim was Hillary Clinton—that she was
0: on the island also. Oh my God, Hillary on that island! I, I don't think what's wrong with this picture. Something I can tell you that. Hey, Gary, you want to hold or have you uh, uh, have you finished?
3: Well, I wanted to talk about the protest,
0: so I'll hold a minute. Okay, hold then. Uh, let's put him on hold. That's Gary Online one on News Radio 930. This is WBN. This is Beach and Company. I'm Sandy Beach. We have some breaking news. There is a report of a fire at Kenmore Mercy Hospital, and the, uh, the uh, fire department is responding to that as we speak. But the reports of a fire at Kenmore Mercy Hospital, that's all we have so far. I'm sure we have a, a, newsper- a news person en route. Kenmore Mercy is, uh, at this moment, having a fire situation, and the help is on the way. We'll keep you informed on that. Meanwhile, let's go back to Gary on line one. Gary, you still had other things to say, and what might they be? Well, it's
3: about the protesters. And by the way, I I
0: wholeheartedly agree with Pete from Ontario.
3: The protesters need to understand something. The ones that want to defund or get rid of the police department. I pay for the police to be there. I pay with my tax dollars, just like the rest of the homeowners and citizens out there. And the police are there to protect the mob from me.
0: Oh, good.
3: Police are gone. Then the protesters or the mob who wants to take my house and burn it down and shoot me and all that stuff, they're dealing directly with me. And I don't have the little police Marcus of rule rulebook. I have other means of protecting myself and because i don't have to follow those rules if i feel threatened i will turn their head into a canoe so the police are there to protect the mob from the homeowners and the citizens and they don't get that yet
0: i uh, i like what you're saying and as proof of that as i said i was going target shooting for the first time in a few years and going from store to store to store, everybody was practically totally out of ammunition. Now, this isn't hunting season. I can't figure out why. But maybe some of the things that you're talking about are the same thoughts that other people who have spent their lives uh, building a house, paying for it, and living in it with all those memories are not going to sit back and say, go ahead, burn it down. Oh, look what happened in St. Louis. The couple. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I I defy them to charge them uh, because uh, I don't know how they could be charged. They were defending their home. There was a threat of violence. They threatened to kill them. They threatened to burn their house down and even kill their pets. I don't see how that uh, DA could possibly uh, indict that couple. They were defending their home.
3: The DA was trying to send a message to the rest of us out there who don't really care to listen, that, golly, if you pull out guns and try to defend yourself, we're going to
0: we're going to send you to jail. Here's my suggestion, and I'm not a lawyer, and I certainly uh, don't want to be brought up in court, but my suggestion is do the same thing the couple did to, to save your house and save your neck and save your pet. Just do not point the gun at them unless you are ready to shoot it. Point, you can walk out there holding the gun. They had They had a permit, must have had a permit for the pistol. As long as you got a permit, hold the gun facing down so you're not threatening them, but it's there. I think where they got into trouble is they were pointing the gun at the people. Even though it seems like a logical thing to do, I don't see how they could get a conviction for somebody that has a permit on their own property with a gun pointed toward the ground. I just don't see it.
3: Yeah, in New York State, read Article 35, know it well, because it's the rules and regulations
0: for what you need to
3: do, and have legal guns, but again, the police are there to protect the mob from me.
0: and people. I like that, Gary. You're, you're a nice, easygoing guy, but you're not going to give up your life simply because they want to take it that day. There you go. All right, and if you run out of ammo, call me. I'll bring some over. Thank you, Gary. Okay, bye bye, Gary. Uh, what do you think, Buzzy? Gary brings up a very good point. Yeah, uh,
2: Gary always the him and Pete always the common sense. I like to say, bring it, bring it some common sense to the and, show. And
0: Gary knows how to how to present. So does Pete. Uh, Pete uh, Pete has a passion. Gary is. Uh, I don't. I wouldn't want to screw with either one of them. To tell you the truth, <laughs> not at all. they they're their own people. They're not anybody's uh, goon. That's for sure yeah i'm I'm just thinking if those guns were pointed down, what would they be charged with? They have a right to carry a gun on their property. They were on their property, and if if the uh, if the AR type gun was held across the chest, pointing down, and the handgun was down by the leg, pointing toward the ground, neither one of them pointing toward anybody. On their own property, what would they be charged with?
2: Well, the fact that it was on their own property—I mean, you do have a right to defend your property.
0: Yeah, you do. You have to. You have to make sure that there is a definitive action against you and your property. Uh, in other words, uh, you hate to say it, but you got to see something happen that is actionable before you can just uh, go ahead and, and defend it. But you—you you certainly have a right to defend it. I don't think anybody would argue with that. Let's take a break. We'll be back with more. If you're a lawyer, I'd be interested in getting your opinion. On News Radio 930, WBN. We got a, a text that said that uh, Gary would lose, and so would you. One against ten, you lose. Okay, let me just explain that. Gary was saying when they defund the cops, they take the cops away. Uh, the, uh, the cops are the mob's best friend. Uh, they're not the best friend of the person whose house they're trying to burn down or, or kill. OK, let me explain something to you. If you don't defend your home and your children and your pets and all that, if you don't defend them, you will lose. OK, if you defend them, there's a chance you might lose. OK, if given a chance to maybe lose or a chance to definitely lose, I'm going to go with a chance of maybe losing. OK, and I think uh, Gary's exactly right. You spend your life uh, building a home living in the home with all the memories and whatever, and suddenly a group of punks show up with Molotov cocktails on your lawn and start uh, hurling them at your house and you, and uh, they just as soon leave you all dead. I think that there are places and times worth fighting for, and that would definitely be one of those times. Uh, If you want to sit back and say, please... Please, here, you can put a, uh, a sign on my lawn promoting whatever you're promoting today. Just leave me alone. That's not in my vocabulary. I can tell you that, and I, I don't think it's in the vocabulary of people like, like Gary or, uh, or any of the other listeners of this show. I think we're fair-minded people, but don't, don't screw with us by taking away our homes or our family, because it's not going to happen. Not going to happen. may go down, but you're going to go down shooting. I'm just saying. Uh, There are times when you have to defend what you have. Let's go to line two, and that's Carrie in Hamburg. Carrie, you're on WBEN.
4: Oh, good morning, Sandy, and congrats. Hello,
0: Carrie. What do you have today?
4: Well, um, I had read um, The Filthy Rich when it was published. Oh, okay. I I really like Patterson, so that's why I picked up the book, not knowing what it was about. Okay. And. He really felt like he had to take a shower after he read the book.
0: but Yeah, it's just the, the the thing on Netflix was like that, too. Go ahead.
4: Yeah, and it didn't even cover as much because they keep you keep hearing them mention, like, Trump's name first, probably because he's president. But um, Clinton really was mentioned that he had taken over, like, 21 rides with him, and he didn't just go to the islands, the different places that he did do. And some of the names that were in there were, like, Prince Andrew and um, um, Kevin spacey and uh who was it weinstein weinstein and that so those names were mentioned in there and one of the things that i did see is when epstein was a member of his mar-a-lago um
0: uh yes okay In in florida mar-a-lago the yes yes the estate yes
4: yeah and epstein was there and and it was in the book uh, and it's mentioned a lot more detail with things that a girl was approached um to for epstein and the father went to Trump and told him, and Trump had, uh, had him thrown out, and you know he lost his membership and all that. Okay. Yeah, the
0: the only reason I don't, I'm not taking anything seriously about the president is there has been so much opposition research for this president in the year before he became president, in the three years he's been president, it's nearly between four and five years of intense, intense uh, opposition research. That if they had anything to really tie him to Jeff uh, to Epstein. They would have used it by now,
4: yeah, and the and and at the end of the book the the trials were just starting um it wasn't as big as it was, like right now, because it was only this was in twenty sixteen so um I found the book very interesting. I passed it on to somebody else, and I said you you might want to shower or whatever after <laughs> you
0: <laughs> more than fifty shades of gray, huh, fifty shades of epstein
4: I never even read fifty shades of gray i i and have never read any of those books, but anyways, it was it was, I was just amazed. I, I I didn't expect it in the book because I really I'm so used to reading Patterson's fictions, and then to read this that it was really was it was nonfiction.
0: Well, you know what amazes me not only celebrity, but just plain stacks of money. Uh, the names mentioned: Rupert Murdoch, uh, R- uh, Bloomfield, uh, and uh, Richard Hansen. I mean, these are huge moneyed people, and to think that they would be that reckless, knowing you're going to be on video, there are going to be pictures of you, there's going to be names on logs, Uh, if indeed they were involved in the party aspect of it, which is disgusting because you're talking about underage girls, they are extremely reckless people.
4: Well, they actually had pictures, it was a paperback that I read, and there was actually pictures of different celebrities in there.
0: Oh sure, uh, the pic the picture of Prince Andrew. I mean, he got thrown out of the royal family. Think about that. Uh, he was a member of the royal family. He's out.
4: Yeah, there's but just the Clinton. How many times he mentioned? Patterson mentioned how so many times Clinton had taken the, taken the rides with them. Um, and one thing that I thought I remember is that Trump took one plane trip. It was from just to go to Ohio, and it was kind of like a free ride it was just on okay. some
0: point yeah the uh, the this uh, the let's see. Uh, the piece on netflix says he was on the plane 26 times uh,
4: and clinton was
0: yeah clinton 26 times yeah and 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 they uh, they admit that there was all kinds of video all over uh, all over a lot of his places so it wasn't like this was going to be a stealth trip uh, and and you're you're abusing 14 year old people uh, what's to make you not think that they would run to the nearest police station as soon as they could? I don't, I don't, I don't understand the uh, the attitude or the uh, uh, the thought that they could do this without anybody finding out.
4: Yeah, there was, um, and some of them, like just the one girl, not only Maxell, but the, that one girl that was recruiting people. I remember that being in the book. It's like, really, you know, you're recruiting your friends because you were making the money on it. That was just disgusting that, that somebody would do that, that they didn't even care about their friends. The girls didn't. It wasn't like a guy recruiting. It was a girl, women that were recruiting each other, and that was just kind of disgusting to me.
0: Yeah, I remember the number, too. I, I don't have it with me on the top of my head. But when the number came out on the uh, Filthy Rich special, I was amazed that they were, she would go back and keep bringing uh, girls back. Uh, but you're right she was getting paid and she had no other source of income they usually prey on people who are disadvantaged as far as money is concerned where uh they know it's wrong but they 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 need the money
4: i'm just amazed that they aren't saying more about clinton and how many times he did this and
0: and what oh i think i, I think when this thing finally comes to rest clinton will be a major star uh because you don't take that many rides by coincidence, or you know, you were you made a mistake one time, and you got to clear the record. No, you keep doing it and doing it. Uh, yeah. There's got to be something there.
4: Yeah. So.
0: All right. Well, thank you for calling. Appreciate the call, Carrie. Thank you very much. Uh, Mr. Beamer, Mr. Joseph Beamer, what do you have on Facebook?
2: All right, Sandy, let's go to the virus and the election. Mike says, Sandy, that would be good, even the playing field, not to use the virus for election, but to actually work for a cure that's better for the country, not for a party. Here's the problem. The virus is the election. That's been evident since day one.
0: Yeah, I understand that. I was trying to separate them if I could. But you see, they're using the virus for political posturing. And that doesn't help people who might get it. It certainly doesn't help people who have died from it. Uh, They may have been beyond help by the time you found out. But the longer the help is withheld and used as a political football, the more chance people will die from it. Including now we're getting young, young people... Uh, uh, seriously injured and occasionally dying, whereas at the beginning we were told uh, that it's not not that bad. You know, this morning I was uh, uh, leafing through the Buffalo News, and there's a piece, Dr. Fauci said things don't look good. At the exact moment I'm looking up at television, and there's a doctor saying, Oh things are pretty good. Actually, I, I think they can easily go back to school in the fall. All right, they're both doctors. They both know, must know something. Fauci may be the leading expert, but anybody can be wrong or right. Who knows? Uh, so we're, we're getting mixed signals about this between the need to get out and, and get going and the need to be conservative and sit it out.
2: And, and you notice something, Sandy, especially with politicians. The politicians who say, let's not make this political – in my experience, are the ones most guilty of making it political. You look at the governor of this state, Andrew Cuomo. It took what two or three weeks of those every day, every day uh, press conferences for them to finally just turn into his political talk show.
0: Yeah. Then he, uh, after he got through with a real mission statement, he just decided, hey, I'm on TV. I'm getting good reviews. I'm the only governor of the fifty that's getting regular national coverage, this is pretty good. Maybe they'll think of me for president or vice president. It, yeah, it, s-
2: you notice ahead. as soon as we get into election time now, because we're in the heat of the election, all those thank yous he was giving to the president for you know bringing the hospital ship in and helping with the Javits Center, those have not been mentioned in months.
0: And I can't get over the fact that he was begging he was begging at the beginning, oh, please, you, we, we need more ventilators, please, please, please. The president sends everything, breaks all kinds of, uh, of rules and things to get him what he needs, and then he doesn't need nearly a, a, a small portion of what he asked for, and then he, sta- he starts uh, talking him down. I don't get that. Uh, he just gave you everything you wanted, and now you're talking against them. I hate politics. I really do. Let's take a break on News Radio 930. This is WBN.